fix it in post. <laughs> Banner your post. Something like that. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm Jonathan Banner, your game master and host of this podcast. I'm Joel and I play Mott Brattle, the level 3 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather and I play Willow Lightset, the level 3 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 3 Devotion Paladin. Previously on The Legends of Loam. Willow, the circlet falls from your head. Maud, you are so wearing that bracelet. Barnabas, tightly gripped in one of your hands is that hilt. I just say, come on, fam. He leads you to Hydrasis Miriam. So this, this dream that you describe, I have only read about it. There were the temple libraries of Scientia in Hightower. Guys, I think we got our call to adventure. <laughs> you see a couple uh, different wagons around the area. You look around a little bit more and you spot one. It's a small medallion around their neck, but it's the symbol of the cater, the god of travel. Say good day there, friend. Are you heading out soon? Well, immediately we're headed over to Gundabar, and then from there we are headed over to um, Otterholm. Well, if you're looking for any protection, I'd love to go along with you. I have two other friends in my group, too. And I'd point out the other two traveling companions. Um, why don't you go and uh, gather your friends? Um, and then come back over here and, um, introduce them. Alright, you guys set out for an amazing adventure! A road trip with a family and kids. Alright, time skip. And eventually you see our home ahead of you. It's a decent sized town. If people are shipping here from the south in any way, it would end up here and then disperse in any number of directions. One of the main things this town is known for is there is a very large otter hat not hat. Holt? Huh? Holt? Uh, a very large population of otters, uh, to a point where it's almost extreme and the catching or hunting of otters is game all year round. So one of the carts you saw leaving this town was actually full of otter pelts that are presumably being taken somewhere to be turned into something. And you guys know that it's not uncommon to get like like a moccasin type shoe made out of otter leather. It's usually a more high price uh, luxury, but yeah. But you guys arrive at an otter home pretty uneventfully. <coughs> I want to say it's happening, but I mean, it's lively. There's people rushing around uh, doing work. And there's a decent market that seems to be going on, even though it's kind of an odd time. It's like one in the afternoon, and you see a number of people who look like they're passing through. I mean, again, this is, it's not a huge hub. It's not mm-hmm. Kingsland, mm-hmm. but it is a decent enough crossroads. They get a fair number of people coming through here. The Yarks uh, take their wagon down towards the south end of town next to the port and the, uh, the beach there. And then they travel along the beach for good five, ten minutes out of town, and you see a large farmhouse set up on the other side of the dunes there on the Linares' lake. Altorin and Ivor get out, and they start running towards that house. And uh, pretty soon there is a group of humans there out to greet them, and by extension, you guys. I feel like this awkward intruder in this big family (laughs) reunion. It's like at Moe's when they always greet you when you open the door. It's like that. 
being the third, or in this case, like the, <laughs> the 12th or 15th wheel. Yes. Totally unneeded. Jasper pulls you over and uh, introduces you to his cousin, Lane. These are the three guys that uh, were nice enough to travel with us, and uh, they helped us... Uh, well, they helped us find uh, Creighton when uh, when he was, well, I'll tell you that story later. Uh, but uh, these guys are good people, and I was wondering if uh, you had space in a barn or um, space out in the boat dock where they could spend the night tonight before they need to travel on their way. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, uh, we'll find you a spot. Any friend of Jasper's is a friend of mine. We much appreciate it. Thank you. Nailed that accent. Thank you. <laughs> you don't know? You don't know what accents these people have. It's the best part of doing accents for characters is because you're just like, oh, you think it's the wrong accent? How do you know? Yes. <laughs> um, it is like two in the afternoon. You guys could travel on a little bit more or stay or explore the town mm-hmm. or whatever. Might be nice to just have a little bit of a break mm-hmm. from traveling after the last couple of days of traveling. Yeah. Actually get a chance to wash up and rest. Mm-hmm. And, and go see if there's a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do some more praying. <laughs> Jasper and Lane go off and they start uh, talking business um, about the fishing and everything there. Lane has about four kids of his own. So the kids are all just messing around and playing. And they're, the Lane's kids are showing Jasper's kids around um, at whatever is in this area. Um, yeah. And uh, you guys can hang out with the family. They're going to, they did invite you guys for dinner. Um, They're going to have a big old family meal, uh, which you guys were invited to. But you guys have a few hours to kill before that. Okay. I'm going to see if there's anything I can do just to help out around the place. Sure. Since they're giving us free lodging and stuff. (laughs) Trivia and Lane's wife, Carrie, is helping Trivia unpack the wagon, mm-hmm. and they give you your I was going to say, I definitely want to make sure to know where my things are. Yep. And they're moving it all into, um, just off the wagon, and then they will start working on dinner. Okay. And before I leave, I'll help them with the heavier stuff off. Awesome. They don't really have much furniture mm-hmm. on the wagon or anything, but there are some large crates of just household goods and stuff. I'll probably help out with that some while they're doing that, and then... Head off into town to kind of just wander around and see what is in there, I guess. Do we get an awkward scene where me and Mod are trying to move a couch? <laughs> but um, I can't really work it in. Uh, no. I think there's an awkward scene of you two trying to, like, move the horses into the stable. Mm-hmm. But they're... I think they're not paying attention to you, and eventually there's a scene where, like, Mod's in front pulling on the rope, and you're basically just behind it, pushing it, uh, until you guys get it into the barn. <laughs> Almost as good as awkward so far. <laughs> eventually, uh, Trivia and Carrie are like, you've helped more than enough, you go, you go rest. Alright, thanks. Um, are you sure you don't need anything else? No, we're good. Uh, you can, you guys come back in about an hour. We'll have dinner ready. I'll go play with the kids. Okay. And I'll go into town and look for a church. Okay. Or you also, Maude was also going into town? Yeah. Okay. Not for anything specific, more just kind of look around. Okay. See the sights. 
We'll have some spare time. So are you guys like going together or are you like awkwardly following each other down the road? I'm going to take him to church whether he likes it or not. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, we'll just travel to town to, oh no, I'm being dragged to church. <laughs> so there are, um, there are two different temples in this town. You've got one for the children of nature and then one for the rest of them. Okay. Uh, so in most churches you have two larger altars or spots for um, Soltemporis and for Ikator, because those are your, like I want to say your prime deities, but that doesn't sound right. They are the oldest two deities, but, but then there are spots for the rest of them. So in the Children of Nature temple, all of their altars are basically the same size with a general large one for nature there in the middle, prominent when you come in, while the other five are kind of staggered around the room. And then in the other building, you've got your two large altars and then small ones around for all the other deities. Okay, I'm going to go to the one for Cater and say thank you for the, you know, mostly good traveling conditions, and I'll pray to, to Melia, too. There are two priests here. You have one of Isia, the god of animals, and then you have one of Sylvestris, the god of wilderness. And they don't look especially high-level or anything, but um, they're definitely higher than acolytes. Okay. And they're there if you need anything for any of them, but they kind of stay out of the way unless you guys want to talk to them. Okay. Now I make sure you talk to each one of them, each one of the altars, twice. Because you'll, you'll need it. Excuse me? <laughs> I'll do a short prayer uh, to Kator. Again, kind of similar. Thank him for the safe travels. And before, like, while he's going to Melia, I'll probably try and slip out and go over to uh, other temple. And Igor would be at the uh, other temple. Correct. So I'd go there. Kind of continue the, uh, like... So, what am I doing? Sort of thing. Give me a persuasion roll. Mm. <laughs> uh, that'd be a five. Alright. So, tune, I got excited. You feel, you kind of feel this presence around you, and it doesn't feel like Moander, who is like a crushing feeling. Mm -hmm. This one's almost like uplifting, and you start to, you don't hear a voice, but you start to kind of like feel like you're getting an answer when the acolyte comes over. It's like, can I help you with anything? Um, <laughs> and jostles you just a little bit, mm -hmm. and it snaps you out of that. Uh, I'm, I'm good, thank you. If, if you need anything, just let me know. Uh, thanks. And at that point, I'll probably <laughs> already leave. Yeah. I think I might visit the, the little altar for a Muto and ask for any insight since we're getting close to Hightower. Yeah. So, can we do a religion for that one too? Yes. Or persuasion. Uh, yeah, I'll do persuasion. Uh, 15. Mm. So, what, what is your question? Um, more insight? Just more insight in what he. Uh, what they want me to do. So I don't know if we'll get any answers at high tower. Right. Uh, so each one of these deities have a small alcove. So there's a like not privacy, but no one else in the room would see the altar. Mm -hmm. Do you place anything on the altar when you do this? I have the hilt out. You have the hilt out. Kind of like as a focus for my thoughts and yeah. prayers. The hilt of the sword starts to. So when you manifest whatever weapon it chooses. Mm -hmm. It almost like oozes out as like a silver paste. 
Okay. Almost like Mercury kind of uh, oozes out of it. It starts to do that, but it lets a large drop of that silver onto the altar, and it kind of splashes, and when it settles, roll me a religion check. Okay. Uh, that's a eight. You know it's another deity symbol, but it's just there for a second, and then like the stuff almost like sizzles out of existence. And it's just quick enough that you can't, not 100% sure what it was. So I didn't get like any general shape or anything? I'm getting there. Sorry. <laughs> you saw a bone of some kind. A bone, okay. But that's it. Okay. Was it like a femur or a rib? Or... It looks like a lot of little bones. A lot of little bones. Okay. Or maybe it was something else. Okay. So I'm kind of like completely forgot about Maud this moment. I'm going to try to like keep that image in my mind and look around at the little symbols and all the alcoves and see if one matches up. Perception. Okay. Thirteen. Looking around, you see a few things that it might could have been. Mm-hmm. That it might have been. There is... Oh, no, you wouldn't see that. So close. <laughs> you see Dikyo Viaito which is the goddess of necromancy, who have, whose symbol is a skull with like a hilt of a dagger in it. Okay. You see the uh, symbol for Nex, the god of death, which is a scythe and etched with bones. You see the symbol for Bellum, the god of war and conquest, which is a pile of swords sticking out of a pile of bones. And yeah, that's all that you would see in this room. Okay. Well, since I'm pretty, like, straightforward, I'll, um, confer with Maud and tell him about what I saw. Okay, so you turn to talk to Maud, and he's <laughs> not here. I'm gonna drag him back to this church. You have to find him first. <laughs> Roll to drag Maud. I'm, I'm probably at the market now, because okay. I probably went there after leaving the other temple. Well, I'll keep it in the back of my mind while I, while I leave. You're at the market. Yay! Anything really cool? Uh, there's a lot of products here made out of otter. Oh, that's kind of horrifying. Yeah. Uh, like, you got your otter jerky, you got your otter slippers, your otter purses, your otter dagger sheaths. There's one guy trying to sell toupees made out of otter skin and hair. Probably all really cheap, the otters are right there. There's a number of different places selling otter stew, Unless you fried otter, otter on a stick, stuff like that. Cool! Well... Along with, like, normal stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Well, after being slightly revolted, I probably haven't, like, seen that sort of thing very much. Um... Like, I've probably seen... Obviously, I've seen, like, skins and leather right. and stuff made out of yeah. leather. But probably not like one specific type of animal that no. much. And it's just like this is a little crazy. You may have like in Freeport, mm-hmm. which is where you started, you may have come across like a store that like specializes in one type of skin something. Mm-hmm. Like we sell all deer skin products or something like that. Never something like small as an otter. Yeah. I've never yeah, or even multiple like, stalls selling like different things, but yeah. all it's like even the things that happen across like that are like 
otter was not one of those things. No. So I'm probably just going to head back to the uh, farmhouse. Roll me a quick perception check. This is just flavor, not anything okay. else. Uh, two. Okay. Dang, that means you don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it. You lost that flavor, Joel. Yes, we got that. Give me two twos in a row. Aww. Alright. Do you look for more or do you just head back to the house or head into town and look around? I probably like am going to look at it, but then I'm just d- distracted by all the otter everything. I'm like, this is really cool. Throw me a perception check. Let's see if you see it. Okay. <laughs> Three? <laughs> uh, nope. This is all really cool otter stuff. Yeah. I'm not creeped out at all. Like it. <laughs> and then I'll like like, I like looking at it, but I'm not gonna like throw down money for otter stuff because I've seen otter stuff before. See, I, so. I would think you'd be even more creeped out by it. No. I think it's cool. I mean, so the, pa- the previous two times you passed through, like literally days before, mm-hmm. you did not pass through otter run to get uh, home from. Because you, you were here at Nightberry, mm-hmm. then you passed through this town, and then you passed through uh, Oakenpool. Oakenpool and then Gundabar to get to Kingsland. Did I, like, miss someone wearing a medallion or something? No. Okay. No. You missed the otters. Missed the otters? Oh, my goodness. Were they infected? What? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, You guys are back at the house just in time for dinner. Fabulous. They have a nice, large bowl of stew that they dish out for everyone to have some. And there's some fresh bread. And we are not asking what's in the stew. Okay. Yeah, we can't just like. <laughs> There's meat in the stew. I would assume since they're like a fishing family to be fishing it. So. Is it fish? Are you asking? Well, no. That's uh, pretty obvious, usually. It's one of those in my heart I know, but I'm gonna tell myself it's fish. Even though it probably doesn't have any texture or taste of fish. It's kind of been boiled to stew. So. <laughs> Good. I'm more able to convince myself that's not what it probably is. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then you guys head to bed. Cool. Are you guys gonna do watches, or are you guys just gonna sleep? Where are we? Like yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay. Right. So farmhouse <laughs> is up on top of the hill. Okay. And then there's like a small stable, but it, with those two additional horses, it's completely full. Not down on the beach, but like just at the bottom of the hill, mm-hmm. closer to the beach, there's a boathouse. There's two boats in there, but there's room for four. So there's a decent amount of space in there that you guys could easily lay down your bedrolls and whatnot and sleep down there. Is this area like easy to lock down? Or are we pretty much... Decently, because... I mean, they usually lock up the boats so nothing happens to them at night. Okay. So usually it's locked from the outside, but... We could improvise. Can, yeah. Okay. I'm probably just going to make sure it's really locked well and then crash. Yeah. Unless the paladin who does lots of traveling and stuff like this would suggest otherwise. I'd feel better if we took a watch. So depends on how you guys are feeling. If you want to try to persuade us. Okay. Yeah. With my plus two... <laughs> We're gonna take a watch, you guys. Uh, 18. Christmas saving throws? Yeah. You could also just try to talk to us. Well, uh, <laughs> He's <I'm> persuaded. <laughs> my nat one says, I'm really convinced. You know, whatever. You feel bad for ditching me, so you're gonna. Who's so watching first? I will. Yeah. I'll get it over with. I feel like it's pointless. 
Clearly it's pointless. Clearly. That's a four perception. Alrighty. I'm sitting doing like tricks with my coin in my hand or something. Who is next? I guess I can go next. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. Pretty uneventful. Okay. Okay. 18. Okay. You take your watch. It's pretty uneventful. As it starts to get morning and light out, you start grabbing your stuff to pack up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You notice that your pack is significantly lighter. All of your rations have been eaten. Mm-hmm. You guys are kind of like on sand, more mm-hmm. or less, in the boathouse. There are tiny footprints of the sand uh, that scurry under the workbench, and there's a small four-inch hole in the wall. Sigh. Oh, well. We'll just have to go pick up some at the town before we head out. It'll be okay. Is that all they took? You guys were all down rashes. <clears throat> okay. But yeah. Small animals are probably not interested in anything else. Yeah. Uh, it's morning. Lane actually is uh, there about the time you discover the rations are gone. And he and Jasper are pulling out boats to go fishing. Altorin and uh, Arona are actually with them and they're going to go as a group out. They're taking two boats to go fishing. Cool. We will wave goodbye. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, safe journeys. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm one, so, so weird. <laughs> so one question I had, because yes. I forgot about it uh, until just now, when I talked with Trevia the one night. Yes. I said that I'd used Minor Illusion. Yes. Um, but I realized that was a pack spell. Do I have my pack spells? Yes. Okay. Is there a reason you wouldn't? Well, I mean, uh, just because I get a book with that. How I got gotcha. that book. Gotcha. I oh, know, I gotcha. I think your book of knowledge, you know, the book on yeah. the lander, part of that can be that okay. book. I, I kind of like the idea of like uh, like I open it and then like there's like some new text in yeah. it that just appeared. Yeah. Okay, Definitely. cool. Because that was just one of those where it's like, oh, all right. Like I forgot about that. some of the pages, you know there were words on there, but the pages themselves have decayed like letters. Mm-hmm. Like the paper itself has de- decayed into letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you can read the absence of paper, and that is the spell. Gotcha. So you've lost some critical text of some kind on I'm it. assuming it's like probably on like other definitely deities and other, such like that. Uh, yeah. Slowly replacing all the rest of it with it. Yes. Or like black mold has started to grow on it in the form of letters. Hmm. And, and runes and whatnot. And that is what you are casting spells from. Cool. Nothing creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Mon, are you just, like, really damp all the time? It's a dry rot. <laughs> are you just really damp all the time? Because, <laughs> I mean, you would think that would be noticeable after <coughs> What? I am Mon, and I'm just really moist. <laughs> Alright, so, where are you guys getting more rations from? I guess we'll stop in town. Unfortunately, rations. Leave the town. The last we want to go back the way we came to try to find that guy. I mean, as opposed to, like, asking the yards if they have food. No. Okay. I'm a terrible person, but I'm not that terrible. She'd just take them from him if she were interested. Very true. She's not a thief. She wouldn't steal anything. Come on. I actually like them. I wouldn't steal from them. Unlike you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys head to town. I'm assuming there's, like, 
a dry goods store or something where I can get yeah. non-otter jerky rations. There's dried otter. There's uh, is there powdered otter? There's not powdered otter, but there is. Is there, um, is there damp otter? <laughs> probably like that lot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in there somewhere. I just don't know where. I'll look alongside you. Read along with the DM. Breaking up your move. You can move between it. Okay, so one day of rations is five silver. Okay. Okay. So we could get what, like? I mean, we could get a lot. Yeah. Like you have, you have two. Sorry, you have like probably about ten gold or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Could, that's still a lot of rations, to be fair. You guys think it'll take another five, maybe six days to get okay. there? Okay. So I'd probably fill up to like about ten days worth. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Which is like five, five. Gold? Yeah, ten days is five gold. Cool. Good thing I got that extra money. Because no one in this group would lend you money. Probably not. Probably not. I probably I would. Buy rations for a, you? I only got eleven gold right now. See, but I get you like t- all otter jerky. So that's really cool. like the super spicy otter jerky. Exactly. <laughs> Jamaican jerk otter jerky. See, I was looking like. In the different price categories for like different prices of rations, as opposed to just the list of all of the adventuring gear. <laughs> because logical organization. You know, rations consist of dried food suitable for extended travel, including jerky, dried fruit, hardtack, and nuts. There you go. We'll get the vegetarian variety. It weighs twice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's like a big like block of tofu. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's like a bagel. Yeah, it's a bagel. It's like one big bagel. Yeah. It's an everything bagel. <laughs> no, not everything. It's vegetarian. Well, there's no otter in it. Uh, alrighty. Okey-dokey. That was the end of one of our recording sessions, and it took us a couple weeks before we could get together for another session. So, it's a little hard to tell, but I may have made a mistake. They may have bought rations twice. But none of them caught it, so it's as much their fault as mine, so don't blame me. And now to spend the rest of the night shopping, because that's what happens, right? <laughs> it is, kind of. I mean, it, it was just the food rations that... Yeah. That's true. This is true. Yeah, we don't exactly have much gold, do we? No, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't at all. Didn't think so. We could always take in the local cuisine and get otter jerky. Mm-hmm. Did they give you money? To, for you guys to travel we did it for them? free. Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. We did it out of the goodness of our hearts and gotcha. the desire for companionship. Gotcha. Awesome. I'm glad you guys remember this stuff. <laughs> no, we totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> took like nope. $100 us, each. They gave us several platinum pieces because yep. they were super duper rich. Mm-hmm. I think one of the kids gave us each like a drool as well. A drool? Yes. <laughs> they gave you some drool. That's I'm sure they were very fair. generous with that. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are well-rested. You get that buff for the next 30 minutes. Unfortunately, you'll be shopping for the next 30 minutes. So, of in-game time. It may be four hours out of game. We'll see. <laughs> so, one day's worth of ration is five silver. Cool. You guys can... You can make survival checks while you guys are traveling to hunt and find food if you want. Yeah, I'm a city girl. Most of all three of Yes. I do have a plus one in survival. Hey, there is a chance. That's better than me. Likewise. 
Very well-rounded, except in dexterity. How many days do we think it's going to take us to arrive at the next city? I think it took you guys four, five days to get to Otterholm, which is about halfway. So you guys think about four, because you will be able to travel a little bit faster without the wagon with kids. Honestly, it was the wagon full of stuff. You do still have your box. It's got a cart. It's really squeaky. But that is the only thing... I mean, that's not really gonna... That won't slow them down Mm -hmm. any more than you already slow them down. Because you are a halfling and you have us. Yes. Okay. I'm going to buy myself six days of rations. Okay. Uh, We'll do the same, probably. Are you purposely trying to not get otter? Yes. Okay. I'm buying as much otter stuff as I can find. So. All right. Uh, the otter stuff is only four silver each. Oh. If they have like a mug with an otter like printed on it. Uh, it's made out of the skull of an otter, no, and the I'm otter's good, no. face no. is still. I'm good. Is <laughs> that any extra to get non-otter rations? <laughs> no, it's five silver. If you get otter stuff, it's four silver. Oh. So it's bargain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get ten days rations just okay. to be on the safe side, it's and tender. yeah, you know, I'm hungry. What can I say? Yeah, they've got all those otter skins. They just gotta get rid of the the rest of it somehow. Doesn't slide into their waste. It's one of those. If I wouldn't feel like such a terrible person, I would totally pick up some of this and try to resell it. <laughs> it's very cheap here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a niche thing elsewhere. So that took you guys all of. 25 minutes of in-game time. Less than 30 minutes. Yes, you guys still have five minutes on that well-rested bonus. You get into a fight. (laughs) It takes you five minutes to find anyone we're fighting. (laughs) Didn't you guys presume you guys head on out? Did we want to try and find another caravan to travel with or not? We might get slowed down again by it, in which case we might want to get a little bit more rations, you and I, Barnabas. I feel like we are becoming comfortable enough with the road and this way to go it on our own. I'm good with that. Okay. Okay. So just looking at the map real fast, uh, you guys are in our home, which is that red one. Mm -hmm. So it'll take you about two days to get to Luxburn, and then from there you can either head straight up and try to cross to buy more right at the crook of that river and then high tower is a little further down the smaller river um kind of the top of a large hill okay or you can go all the way up here and take an easy raft across and then because then you'll be going with the current down and across and get across much easier it's one of those do you cock the wagon and float across or do you try to ford it it's still or it's not it's still morning okay and get some good traveling done at least yeah okay. we want to go by ourselves then yeah okay you guys are big and strong you killed me so sure why not you have to keep bringing that back up it it hurt me right here it hurt me too I didn't feel any pain when I died so I don't think you felt any pain it's more emotional mental it was traumatic okay you guys travel at a decent pace. There are some... There's a group of soldiers that passes you by pretty easily. Especially, I'm considering you guys probably don't just stand right in their way either. Probably not. 
This is still a dirt road, but it's fairly compact, so you have no trouble wheeling uh, your large case. Though the squeaky noise is persistent. Can I roll an insight check to see if I would consider that many soldiers being on the road to be weird? Sure. That's a 21 insight. You have seen... Obviously, I'm not from around here, so I don't know what's normal. Exactly. You are used to there being a fair number of guards in Freeport. They're fairly... They have good laws and whatnot, but they are fairly vigilant about keeping those laws in place. You are not used to seeing, like, a battalion coming through on a road. But I will say that with a 21, Mm -hmm. you get the... You get a slight sense of urgency from them hmm. that you only ever saw in Freeport when they were going either to an active crime or an emergency. Okay. I'm not going to say anything right now, but I'm going to kind of take mental note of that. Okay. You guys travel. Uh, it's about lunchtime. When you guys reach the beginning of a line of trees, which if you've seen a map, I mean, Barnabas at least has seen a map of this continent. Uh, you would know that it's part of this forest, which does not currently have a name. Guys, we should name this forest the Forest of Barnabas. You're pretty sure it has a name, you just don't know it. And that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Well, I call this the Forest of of Barnabas. (laughs) (laughs) The Forest of Barnabas. (laughs) You do that. I'm going to do a perception check as we come closer to it, make sure there's nothing... Lurking nearby for us. Okay. Uh, 17? Uh, I'm 17. You, you see, you're looking around and you still hear birds chittering and the sound of insects. You don't see anything, but your mind tells you that since you can still hear animals, they're not spooked in any way. So there's definitely not any, like, animal predators or anything around here. You don't see... I mean, like, obviously... This road's well traveled, but you don't see anything else. Okay. And the road doesn't. The road kind of goes around the along the edge of the forest. It doesn't cut through it. Not here anyway. Gotcha. So mod. Yeah. Magic person. Yeah. Uh, where are me. you from? <laughs> I'm from Freeport. No way. So am I. Really? Yeah. Oh. What part? I'm from the uh, northeast quadrant. Ooh, fancy schmancy. Is that where you got all your fancy magic learning? Well, I mostly got my learning from the university. Really? What were you studying? I was mostly studying sailing accidents and shipwrecks. That seems like an odd study for a magic-y person. How'd you get into that? Well, my father was a uh, trade captain. I see. So I, I have lost a couple of people... Uh, that I knew to uh, shipwrecks and accidents at sea. That's terrible, but very honorable of you to be studying, I'm assuming, to try to find ways to prevent it. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully find something that I can do to help stop the uh, rate of ships having accidents and all at sea. I see. Interesting. So, Maud, if this doesn't work out, maybe we can uh, ditch the halfling and become sea adventurers. Oi, I heard that. Well, I wasn't trying to, you know, whisper or anything. Right. Work. You can have it. What kind of sailing not interested. did you have in mind? Well, we're not going to be pirates. That's good. Because I can't stand thievery. 
in any shape or form. Good to know. It's very noble of you. I'm glad that I'm with people that also cannot stand thievery in any shape or form. Yeah, we'd probably get along and have fun doing that because when I was younger, the church had programs that they would put the youth into where they would learn different skills, and I excelled really well in the more nautical aspects. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What sort of things did you do? It's a lot of uh, sailing, no knot tying, navigational instruments. So I could probably be a captain. You could probably be my first mate. Yeah, I see. First mate. Glad that, glad that we've already settled the rank. Uh, the day's fairly uneventful. You guys take regular breaks. You know, I'm, I'm presuming you're not setting a, like a fast march pace or anything. You guys are just okay. traveling. Would you mind if I did a um, survival roll to kind of like forage around while we're walking? Sure. Any edible or sellable when we get to the city? Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay. You find a, uh, a rather ratty backpack kind of in the, uh, not the gutter, just kind of off to the side of the road. Uh, the backpack itself is not salvageable, but inside you find a measuring tape, a measuring string, some rotten food, a small book with handwritten poetry in it, okay. and uh, a very large pine cone. Which does not match this type of tree. Hmm. All right. Then. Random generator apps are great. Yeah. I'll keep the book of poetry. Okay. Well, I can't eat this, but I can entertain you guys with some boss poetry, and it looks handwritten too. Can't wait to hear it. The fat cat sat on the mat. Hmm. Well, I hope he did not quit his day job. Okay. The rest of the day goes pretty uneventful. It was a pretty clear day as you guys left, but as you've been going, you start to see some storm clouds on the horizon, and it's actually starting to get dark about an hour before sunset. Guys, we should probably find somewhere to hide. Yes. You guys are still along the edge of that forest. You guys made it about halfway, so you're towards the end of that forest, but you're still, like, right about there. Okay. Um, so you could easily find shelter from the trees if you wanted to, or I don't know. I could make a survival roll. get wet. I could make a survival roll for that. I will. But it definitely looks like it's gonna rain today. (laughs) Fourteen. Were you assisting, or were you doing your own check? I said I was assisting, so... Okay. I got a nap one. Okay. But you didn't I got a 13 just on my own. Okay. You find a perfect spot and you start setting up camp and uh, and Maud starts to help you until Willow points out that you guys are making camp in a natural depression in the ground, which would just catch water and basically you'd be sitting in a puddle mm-hmm. all night. Uh, and you guys easily move to level ground. I'm not going to say high ground, but level ground with a decent amount of foliage above you guys. We got some camping gear. Yeah. What we can like carry. Yeah, mine's probably pretty basic. Because yeah. I took the scholar's pack. Yep. I'm pretty sure I took some camp Yep, I took camping gear from the uh, Church of Milia. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they offered us like yeah. some basic stuff to yeah. take with yeah. us. Okay. Alright, then yeah, you guys definitely have at least a tarp that you guys can 
use some rope to basically set up above where you guys will be sleeping so water won't be dripping right on you guys. And because you two are both nautical enough, I'm not going to make you roll for knots because that's one thing about like the navigator's tool or the vehicle or water vehicle proficiencies is because you have to basically know ropes to do anything with a ship. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of assumed you automatically know how to at least tie basic knots. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to tie some weird super slip knot, I probably would make you roll something. But for basic knots, you're good. Are you guys doing watches? Probably. We probably should. Okay. Who wants first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, about the time you guys sit down <coughs> to eat your rations and your food, it starts raining. Did you guys try to make a fire? I figured that'd be part of part of me. Yeah. Okay. I mean that's fine. Yeah. I just I did not want to assume you guys made a fire when you said make camp. I can. But just from here out, if ever you guys do like stealth camping, I'm going to assume you make a fire. So I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because I don't want you to then go, oh, no, no, we would not have made a fire. So you guys made a fire. You cooked your dry rations, mm-hmm. your uh, dry otter meat. Mm-hmm. And about the time you two start laying down, it starts raining. It makes going to sleep super easy because it's tittering on the leaves and whatnot. Um, you guys aren't getting what noise generated. Exactly. You have disadvantage on this perception check because you can't hear anything and the because the, the rain's making too much noise, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. <laughs> well, well, not one. Alright. I think that means you drift off to sleep. The rain is just so relaxing you drift off. Who was going to do the second watch. I probably would since I have the double side. Yeah. Okay. Roll. <laughs> Roll me a wake up check. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I want to say survival. I don't think it would be any skill. I think it would just be an ability check. Okay. And I want to say it's wisdom because that's kind of like your common sense. Mm-hmm. So kind of like your inner clock is okay. what I'm thinking. So wisdom check. Six. Okay. Not very wise. Nope. <laughs> so about that watch. <sighs> I think I, I think I might have to roll something too. No. I'm not. I'm not letting you guys live this down if we get killed in our sleep. <laughs> Alrighty. So the good news is, it's probably about two o'clock in the morning-ish. The rain has stopped, and Willa, you wake up because you've had a full night's rest. That's good. I'm going to say you're still asleep because you failed that wisdom check. But uh, you would be the soonest to wake up after her. No one's on watch. You see Barnabas kind of slept over. I'm assuming um, like the, the fire is fire. out. The fire's out. Maud is still in his sleeping bag. And Barnabas is kind of slumped by the fire. Where he was presumably watching before he fell asleep. Okay, I'm a little bit panicky at this point. I'm gonna do. You a feel fully quick... rested, so you know it's been a while. a while. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna do a quick perception check first, um, which is non nat twenty. Nice. What are you looking for in general? Are you just doing general immediate search? danger issues? Okay. Uh, no danger. Okay, that's good. Unless you might slip in the mud, okay. because there is mud now. Noted. Cool. I will take note of that. Then I will go shake Maud. Why didn't you wake me up? What are you doing? 
What time is it? Like, really late, or really early, actually. What happened? Well, Barnabas never came to wake me up. <laughs> Barnabas! <laughs> Hearing her shrill cry, I stand up and slip in the mud. Shrink. Where's the danger? <laughs> That's a great question. Give me a perception. Mod, you're welcome to make a perception too. I made okay. a uh, 19. Three. You're still sleepy. <laughs> like, what? I feel like your shrill cry gave me an adrenaline boost and super focused me to a 19. Uh, you see no danger around. Okay. Right. We got lucky tonight. But seriously! What happened? The rain sounded nice. It's like when I was younger, my uh, father Kane, my guardian, would do some very like thaumaturgy to make rain sounds appear to make, help lull me to sleep because I was like a cranky baby. That's and, all very nice. And so rain just but... like knocks me out. Note to self don't let Barnabas have first watch on rainy nights. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, you have enough. You have gotten enough sleep that you, because you didn't do more than just walking yesterday, you essentially got a full rest. If you had spent spell slots, you probably would not have them back, but you don't get a level of exhaustion. Okay. Makes sense. Because you got a twenty. Mm-hmm. After you realize there's no immediate danger, you notice your box is gone. Crud. <laughs> I'm gonna do an immediate check for tracks any sign of it going anywhere. Awesome. That's a survival check. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a three, because I'm awesome like that. Uh, You're panicking. Yeah, yeah, I am. If you're telling us what we're doing, we could probably help you. So make checks too. Guys, my box is gone. I'm going to be in so much trouble. We'll help you look for tracks. I got a 12. 11. Fortunately... The rain seemed to have stopped before they took it, because there are some clear... They're not drag marks because it has wheels, mm-hmm. but there are some clear tracks leading back to the road, and it looks like it's headed... continuing to head down to Luxburn, where you guys were headed. That's good, at least. I am going to get them when I catch them. Guys, let's go. But we, we need to put everything back in our bags and all. Fine. Hurry up! <laughs> okay, you guys break camp pretty yes. quick, pretty messily, because it is mine. Yeah. But pretty quickly. As I'm like, pretty much my breakfast is pretty much like eating an oatmeal bar type of thing as we're removing. Mm-hmm. Sure, we've got some like whey bread or something. We can manage. I got some otter trail mix. So instead of raisins, there are dried bits of otter. Some elven granola. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. It is still. Because when you guys would have gone to sleep, it's still like. It's not light yet. Mm-hmm. Like you, the horizon is starting to get light, but you're still traveling at night. Mm-hmm. Which you have dark vision. And double say yes. Who else has dark vision? Not you. I don't, I don't think you do. No, I don't. Okay. Oh, lead the way. Yep. So take my... like a branch from the fire and just. Yeah, you can yeah. definitely make a torch. Yeah. And you guys start making your way really early in the morning. <laughs> Are you trying to go fast to try to catch up? Probably at least initially. I'm not sure how long that'll last. I mean, you, you can do a uh, technical stuff. You can do like an eight-hour forced march mm-hmm. 
to move faster. Any additional time beyond that would give you a level of exhaustion. Levels of exhaustion are not horrible things. They are sometimes worth taking, but that is totally y'all's decision. I have a feeling I'm probably just like walking fast, which is basically the equivalent so of their normal speed. Probably, yeah. So. But yeah, you guys are traveling. Hopefully your ever soul is the same size as you. <laughs> that will be good. You guys do notice, actually give me perception checks. Oh. oh yeah. Mine was like twenty-two. Oh. And just two. Yeah. I think his nat twenty beats yours. As soon as it starts to get light, Barnabas points out some deep ruts in the road that are about the size of your thing. They're not continuous, but every once in a while you'll hit like a muddy patch. So you guys are traveling at a pretty good rate. It gets to be you, get, you know, you guys pass some people still camping because you guys are traveling early. By about mid-morning, everyone, there's other people on the road. You might see some uh, someone or a group of people about once an hour. So it's decently common, but it's not super common at this point. Could we ask if the, if the people, if they'd seen anyone Absolutely. in a box with a really squeaky wheel? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Let's see who you <laughs> come across. There is a farmer with a uh, a mule pulling a cart of some sort of fruit. Okay. And stop him. Good morning, sir. We um, we ask you something real quick. Yeah. We're a group of traveling companions, and we've been look and someone has made off with uh, one of our items. You do. Yeah. There's a rather large box someone will be dragging along the road, and it has very squeaky wheels, so it would have made a very distinctive noise. Have you seen anything like that? It's probably pretty muddy at this point. Yeah. Yep. Yep, you did? Yep. Do you, where did you see it? Uh, he'll point down the road the way he came. Is it like in, in the city or along the road? On the road. How long ago did you see it? I'm kind of squinted the sun for a bit. Uh, hour? Can you tell us anything about the person who had it? Uh, roll me some sort of charisma check. Whatever, whatever, like probably persuasion. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. 18. Okay. He tells you that he saw a woman and a dwarf. They looked incredibly nondescript. Okay. Like almost purple. Like they both had large traveling cloaks on that hid most of their features. Male dwarf, female human. Well, thank you very much for your help. Yep. You are remarkably well-spoken, sir. You'd be a wonderful orator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess we can continue traveling on our way. Hopefully actually catch up to them. At least one of them is short. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we're only about an hour behind, too, so... Let's get them! <laughs> Will our heroes recover this mysterious crate? And where did Willa get this crate? Find out next time on The Legends of Loam. No, no, seriously. Uh, the next episode in the feed is going to be the bonus episode where we explore Willa's session zero, which is her getting the box. So, yeah. I hope you enjoyed episode six of The Legends of Loam. You can find maps and other world-building assets at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Or you can find all those links at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for listening. This is going to be cut out, Banner. And only the most exciting bits are going to stay in. Are you going to edit it? I know next to nothing about editing. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fine.